0: We have, through this series, offered an uh, opportunity for you to ask some questions. Uh, I think we, maybe we have that number we can put on the screen. Um, uh, because there's a lot of things as we walk through this series, uh, as we walk through 1 Corinthians, uh, that we could talk about, uh, and we could probably spend five years on the book. And so uh, as we walk through it, and you're, you come across some questions that you have, or maybe we, we talk through something, and you're like, oh, I want to like, hear a little bit more about that. Uh, You can text your questions to this number, uh, and then over the course of the series, we're going to take some time to address them. Uh, If you have an anonymous question, you can put it in the box in the back. But this morning, we wanted to address one question uh, that we got week two. Uh, We're going to put it on the screen here. Uh, So this is kind of what we'll do. Uh, As as questions come in, we'll take a little bit of time, and we'll kind of address them. But the question was, uh, what do you say to someone who asks you, how do you know God's truth is the truth? Uh, so this came from chapter, uh, chapter 2, where we were talking about how God reveals truth to us. Uh, and this is a really good question. Uh, it's a good question in a number of ways, because uh, one is it's thinking about how do I communicate the message of Jesus to people who don't agree with me, which is really, really good. Um, but also, that's a really important question to ask. I mean, how do I know that God's truth is the truth, and what does that look like? All right, so I just want to take a couple minutes and, and address this for us this morning. Uh, And if you have a question uh, that you want to address in the future weeks, the number's on the screen there. Um, So a couple things. As you think about this, how do I communicate with people who maybe would argue that God's truth is not the truth? Uh, Back in our Sharing Jesus series, uh, we talked about two questions to ask when you're talking with someone uh, to get a deeper understanding to avoid argument. And so I want to just use those two questions here, right? So the first question was, what do you mean? So when you're talking with someone, they say, okay, uh, how do you know that God's truth is the truth? ask them, okay, what do you mean by the truth? So what do you actually mean by true? Like how, and, and how do you know? So what do they use or what do they look to for an authority? Because we all have an authority as it relates to truth. Uh, some of us just haven't explored it. Because the question of what is true, if you think about it, like if you just get a definition of that word, uh, if you go to dictionary.com, search truth or true, it means something that corresponds with reality. In other words, what I see is what I get. And so when you think about, okay, what is true, uh, does it correspond with reality? Now, if you want to argue that there isn't a reality that we can know, that is a whole other argument that is only going to lead you into despair. right? Because if I can't know what's true, I can't know what's real, which there are some people who would say that, that reality is, is fundamentally unknowable, and so there is no truth. Uh, And I would encourage them to read Friedrich Nietzsche because he's the guy who said God is dead. Uh, Because his whole thing was like, if God is dead, there is no truth. And if there is no truth, then all we have is power. And so it just becomes a matter of who can be the most powerful. But then if that's true, then I don't think any of us want to live in a world like that, which that itself says, okay, there has to be something that is true. Like I have to somehow be able to determine what is real. And so as you're talking with someone, asking them, okay, how do you judge what's true? How do you judge what's real uh, is a really important and, and crucial question to ask in that. But for us, as we think about, okay, like, uh, so how do I know that God's truth is the truth? I just want to offer you a framework to think about this question. Uh, and that's the next slide here on the screen. Don't get, don't get freaked out. There's a lot happening in this, in this chart. It's not that crazy. Um, this is not a, a new question. In fact, uh, in 300 AD, St. Augustine was asking the same question. Uh, how do you know what is true? Uh, and he proposed a, a way of thinking that I think is really good, and I think is really helpful for us, particularly in kind of the late modern world that we live in. Uh, so he said that God wrote two books. Now, don't, that's not heretical. Let me, let me explain. He wrote two books. He wrote the book of nature and the book of scripture. Uh, if you read Psalm 19, this is the very idea behind that. Uh, Psalm 19 begins with a description of creation. It's very free, loose poetry. Anyone can understand something about God from looking at the world. Uh, But then the back half of Psalm 19 gets really structured, very specific. It's like a Mad Lib poem. I think we've preached on this before. Because in Scripture, we find specific revelation of who God is. And what Augustine said is, uh, nature and Scripture will never contradict, because God created both. And so oftentimes, where we find contradiction is not in nature and Scripture, but in science and theology. And what he mean by that is that as we read Scripture, we tend to build kind of a a construct, okay, who is God and what is God like? And as we study nature, we begin to create science, which is our interpretation of nature. And so he said most times our conflict is with our interpretations of of science and theology. But where we will not find contradiction is in nature and Scripture. And so I think as you think about, okay, what, what is it that is true God has given us both nature, which is a general revelation, which shows us something of who God is, but then scripture is the specific revelation of what God is like, what his character is, and what we need to know about him to live in the world that he's called us to live in. So the question of what is true then is the question of what corresponds with reality. And if we believe that God created the world, then his truth will correspond with reality. And so uh, in our Sharing Jesus series, we talked about how, in a sense, we don't have to defend, we're not on the defense when it comes to truth, because God has created the world and then told us what that world is like, and that will line up with reality. So as you think about it, if we could go back to that question uh, for a second, right. uh, how do I, what do I say to someone, how do you know that God's truth is the truth? Ask them, how do you know that anything is true? And what do you mean by truth? Like, How do you know that something is actually true? Because for followers of Jesus who believe that the Bible is true and that God created the world, those things are going to correspond. And, and when we find conflict between those things, the question for us is, okay, let's go back to the scriptures and say, what is actually happening here? What has God actually revealed here? And let's search out nature. Let's search out the world that he's created and say, okay, how do these things line up? Because God created both of those things and he's revealed truth to us. So I... I I promised I was only going to take like five minutes on that. We could talk about that for a life. If you have further questions about that or anything, I just want to encourage you to, to don't be afraid to text the question in because uh, we're going to really take time over the next couple of weeks, especially as we get into some things, to, to talk specifically about some things. Uh, but I think that's a really helpful framework where oftentimes we feel like we have to fight for truth, uh, but God has revealed truth, and we just have to find it.